Sometimes there's just no way to properly introduce something as weird as this. and welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and today we're covering something kind of weird and unusual, and I think I got the dates wrong, and I'm not sure where exactly this falls in the timeline of things, but I'm covering it anyway because it's weird and unusual, and I think I got the dates wrong. So, 1986 featured a book called The Berenstain Bears' Not-So-Buried Treasure. Now, in the listing I had, it was listed as 87, so I'm including it after the other books that are in this series. But it actually comes before, but it doesn't really matter because it's all one and the same. This is the Berenstain Bears Not-So-Buried Treasure, which is an adaptation of an episode of the Berenstain Bears 1985, etc. Saturday morning TV program, just like we covered last time. Only this one has a weird little tie-in that intrigued me and delighted me and frightened me and befuddled me. And so we're going to cover it. Uh, right now. Introducing TV Teddy, a bear who loves to talk. Yikes, it's a pirate. What are you land numbers doing here? We've been watching cartoons. And sing. You And watch his very own videos with all his friends. TV Teddy, you never know what he'll say next. Oh, sure. What you just heard was a terrifying little device called TV Teddy an animatronic bear toy thing that came out in the early 90s as a kind of advanced version of Teddy Ruxpin. Now, for those of you who know Teddy Ruxpin, this was a teddy bear doll that came out in the 80s where you would pop a cassette into a player built into the teddy bear, and Teddy Ruxpin would mouth along with storybook cassettes that came with him. And later on, you could buy versions of Teddy Ruxpin's friends who would mouth along with their parts in the adventures. Now, at some point, some brazen executive said, you know what would be better is if this toy was somehow connected to televisions. And so they created a thing called TV Teddy, where the child, okay, picture in your mind your child sitting to watch TV, only they're sad because they don't have anyone to watch TV with. So you have this bear, this animatronic bear with a movable, like a, a jaw that moves up and down. And you pop in a video cassette, and the bear interacts, quote unquote, with the video cassette. So the video will say something, and then the bear will respond. And this wasn't just cheap material produced for the bear itself. This also included episodes of cartoons that they would sort of have the bear respond to and interact with in real time, sort of like your own personal Mystery Science Theater 3000 friend commenting on the action in the video and explaining it to your child. But there was also these pre-filmed intros and interstitials that would react with the bear as well, uh, performed by a guy who introduced all the TV Teddy video cassettes and also played random characters that would sort of pop in throughout the the, the videos. Uh, long story short, there was ultimately a video done for the Berenstain Bears' Not-So-Buried Treasure, so we're going to kind of be covering that as well as the book, as well as the episode. It's kind of a three-for-one. You're getting three times the material for your money, Hallelujah, isn't this the greatest episode of Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast you've ever listened to? So, uh, Papa Bear and Mama Bear and the Cubs are at the local uh, Bear Country supermarket. It's really crowded, and the Cubs are kind of being obnoxious, little twits. They're demanding candy and toys, which is not 
actually character inaccurate. This is something we've dealt with in the books before. The cubs get greedy. They throw tantrums. They want, want, want. Mama Bear's not cool with it. Uh, Brother Bear is demanding yummy gummies, and Sister Bear is demanding new jacks. Now, we have a departure from the episode. So in the episode, Brother Bear demands, uh, well, let's take a listen. Yummy gummies! Can we get some? Can we, Mama? Can we? I don't know. You've been getting an awful lot of treats lately. Please? And I want some new jacks, too. Stop it, both of you. I'll get you some yummy gummies this time, but you'll have to save them for after dinner. How about my jacks? You already have more jacks than you'll ever need. But these are purple. I don't have any purple ones. Now, as you can see, Mama Bear acquiesces in the cartoon. She's like, fine, here, just get your stuff and let's go. She's not happy about it, but anything to shut the kids up. In the book, Mama says no. She says, you have plenty of jacks at home. It's almost dinner time. No candy, with an exclamation point and angry eyebrows. So already we're looking at slightly different take on events. Now, here's, here's a theory that I have, which is that I think that Stan and Jan wrote these episodes, or at least wrote the plots to these episodes, and then they were Saturday morning up for the kids. Now, you're not going to have a cartoon where the kids don't get candy. That's that's not going to happen because that runs counter to what the advertisers are presenting in a matter of minutes later. But in the books, the the, the Berenstains were freer to do whatever they wanted to do, so they took the error. I, I'm going to assume this was their original intent, was that the Bears, Cubs, wouldn't get what they wanted. Uh, but Papa Bear notices a magazine, a sort of Matthew Lesko-esque book called A Million Ideas, Million Dollar Ideas in Your Own Backyard. And it's a way that, uh, it's, a, it's a get-rich-quick book. And of course, Papa Bear, Always that get-rich-quick schemer that we've never noticed in the books, but that he is in the cartoon, really, really, really wants this magazine. Now, he's very enthusiastic about the idea of making millions of dollars. In fact, in the cartoon, he's so enthusiastic that we get a song. Give me that big money, that big, big money, nearly as good as wild honey, that big money, big, big money. It's no secret that I'm divulging, that I like to have my pockets bulging. Big money. Big, big money. <laughs> Boy, big money. Thanks, Papa. <laughs> no song in the book, however. Uh, but Papa Bear is really excited about things like, I don't know, buried treasure in the backyard. And the Cubs are very excited about it, too. Now, Mama Bear is not cool with Papa Bear possibly digging up her backyard. So she gets an idea in her head. The phone rings, and it's Grizzly Gran. Now, Grizzly Gran in the cartoon is just like, you know, I bake some cookies. I want to bring them over. They brush through all that in the book. And Mama's like, you know what? Come over, and hey, bring your crystal ball. Now, this is the thing. In the cartoon, it's established that Grizzly Gran is a fortune teller and that she may or may not actually have psychic abilities. But remember back... In The Legend of Big Paw, the Thanksgiving episode, we saw Mama Bear doing some scrying herself, uh, reading tea leaves, I believe, or honey squiggles, something, uh, which worked, which was legit. There was legit uh, fortune-telling ability in the bear community. Now, we know now that Grizzly Gramps and Grizzly Gran are Papa Bear's parents, but I'm going to assume that psychic ability is something that runs to hotter or colder degrees Within the grizzly bear community at large. In bear country, you're dealing with magic. You're dealing with 
the ability to foresee the future, to to read into the elements of nature. I'm not saying it's totally 100% all the time, but it seems to be something that bears are capable of tapping into, at least in the cartoon, at least in the uh, in the animated universe. This is something the bears have and have in spades and use. Something it's real enough that Papa Bear buys into it. So Grizzly Grand, now... Uh, I, I jumped ahead, so forgive me. So what happened is they come home with this million-dollar ideas book, and Papa Bear gets into his head that he's going to dig for buried treasure. And, hey, wouldn't you know it, uh, there's a classic bear book called Grizzly Island written by uh, Robert Bruin Stevenson. Robert, yeah, Robert Bruin Stevenson. It's a joke. It's a bear joke. And... It mentions that Long John Grizzly buried his treasure in Pirate's Cove and that there, hey, there's a Pirate's Cove in Bear Country. Again, landlocked state, all it's got is lakes. We got pirates. Remember that from uh, the Coughing Catfish. There was pirate treasure in the Coughing Catfish. So Bear Country was a hive of, of pirate activity. Now, before we go any further in this plot, let's go back to TV Teddy. So your children are sitting with their TV teddy and they're a few minutes into this episode. Uh, before we even get to Robert Bruin Stevenson, before we get to Grizzly Grand, the Cubs have started to get excited about pirate treasure. And as soon as they mention pirate treasure, there's a cut in the episode. What happens to the cut? Well, you get uh, a performance by our friendly host, our TV teddy actor. Not the person playing the teddy, but the person playing the person in the TV teddy videos, who is going to do a little sketch for us where he's a pirate. And if you're watching this without a teddy, if you're just, maybe your teddy's broken, maybe you never got the teddy, maybe you just came across a VHS tape and said, hey, the Berenstain Bears and the Not-So-Buried Treasure, that looks fun. How long is it? Oh, 35 minutes. That's a, that's a pretty good deal. I'll buy this. You're treated to a sequence that sounds a lot like this. That's good, because uh, I got these gold balloons to hide with the rest of me treasure. Uh, you promise not to tell anyone? Arr, okay, then. Here's CV. That's the definition of dead air. Uh, just it's a pirate with a lot of pauses and mumbling. But if you're lucky enough to have your TV teddy and it functions, this is what you're in store for. Arr, that's good, because uh, I got these gold doubloons to hide with the rest of me treasure. Wow, gold doubloons. That's the kind of money they used to hundreds of years ago. Let's say it together. Doubloons. Okay, show us your treasure map. Uh, you promise not to tell anyone? I'm not actually sure which is worse, uh, the dead air or the cloyingly sweet, annoying little teddy bear, but that's TV Teddy. That's what we're working with here. Now, imagine you're watching the Berenstain Bears, and you're also having to listen to this thing yammer over the TV. As a parent, that's irritating, but remember, this thing is standing in as a parent for you. You can leave. You can go into the kitchen. You can hang out in your bedroom. You can get some work done. Your kid is going to sit in front of the TV for 35 minutes with a teddy bear, talking at him, talking to the TV. You don't have to bother parenting. That's why these things were great. It's better than, it's better than a TV show. You just bought your kid a friend. So anyway, Gran comes over with her crystal ball, and she's got a prophecy for Papa. 
listen, Papa Bear, and you shall hear great, great wealth is very near. Uh, she leaves in the cartoon, but she kind of sticks around in the book a little bit. The, the the timelines are wonky and weird. Um, in any case, Gran has said there's treasure, but the prophecy doesn't say where to dig. So the cubs are told that by Mama that there's an old map in the attic. In the in the cartoon, Gran has already left. In the book, Gran is still there, and she and Gran exchange a big wink. So at some point. A map appeared in the attic. I don't know if Papa Bear has just never been to the attic or the cubs have never been to the attic, but they, boy, run up to the attic, and they find a map. And here's something interesting. It's a map to buried treasure. There's an X marks the spot, and it's of Bear Country, a map of the Pirate's Cove area in, in Bear Country. Um, and Brother Bear, in the book, not in the cartoon, in the book, Brother Bear says, the map doesn't look very old. The paper isn't yellowed at all. That's a hint. That's a clue. That's deductive brother. That's bear detective brother. I really wish that he and sister had both noticed it because it would speak volumes to their ability to uh, to notice clues in uh, their daily lives. But it's something that it's a nice little callback to the fact that that the bear cubs are used to figuring things out, to problem solving, to uh, to discovering the secrets of of mysteries. And it doesn't happen in the cartoon. They just all get very excited and they rush out uh, to Pirates Cove. Oh ho ho! But they're stopped. By Mama, who says, you can't go yet. Look what it says on the map. It says you can only do this treasure hunt by, by moonlight. Uh, I think in the cartoon it says by moon shadow. In the, in the book it just says moonlight. But we're, we're given to believe this is some sort of dwarven Tolkien-esque map that'll only reveal its secrets uh, by the light of the moon. Uh, so they head out at night to Pirate's Cove. You, you sort of figure out this is to buy Gran and Mama some time to do something. So they head out there uh, and follow the directions on the map. In the cartoon, Papa falls into into the water. In the book, Papa just gets to the spot. Uh, it, so you get a little more of a, of a hint that Mama's involved in this in the cartoon. Because Papa falls into the swamp and he's like, I can't figure out why the map would have sent me to this wet spot. And Mama says, that's because you were taking too big of steps. Look over here, dig right here, where there's an obviously freshly turned mound of dirt. So Papa starts digging. He sings his song again uh, in the cartoon. In the book, he sings a, a new song that's not in the cartoon that says, there's nothing more lovely than a gold doubloon dug from the earth by the light of the moon. They dig up a treasure chest, a legit treasure chest, possibly the same treasure chest that we found in the Coughing Catfish. I don't know. That book came out later, but who knows what's happening continuity-wise. They open it up. It is treasure. What do we find, ladies and gentlemen? Get ready to feast your eyes on the greatest treasure on earth. What's this? These are just pictures of us. Where's the treasure? You're looking at it. You mean you hid the map and buried this treasure to teach us what real treasure is? Now it's time for me to give you my real reading. You can compare the treasure beneath the ground or sea with the not-so-buried treasure of Oven Beverly. You know, we didn't find gold, but we sure are rich. Do you get it? Do you get Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get what the treasure is, the greatest treasure of all? Do you get what the treasure? Do you get what the greatest treasure of all is, my friends? It's family. It's photographs. It's your loved ones. That's the greatest treasure. It's not money. You can't buy this. You can't. You can't cash it in either for for real money. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you that lesson I learned. Not not negotiable currency in 
in these United States, those lovely families. But, but, you know, it's good enough. It's good enough. It'll make you happy. So uh, Mama's plan worked. She, uh, she made Papa realize that you don't have to go out and get rich quick. You can just hang out with your family. And as Grand says, you can't compare the treasure beneath the lander sea with the not-so-buried treasure of home and family. Thank you, Gran. Thank you, Papa. So what do I think about this? It's cheesy. It's very predictable. And it's lovely. It's a lovely little story. It's very Berenstain Bearsy. I like it. I like the book. It's cute. Uh, I like the episode of the show, too. It's something I noticed. I, I said before that I think Stan and Jan may have written these stories, and then you know the, the Saturday morning people ran with it. And there's a lot more slapstick in the, uh, in the cartoons. Papa's always, for no reason, he'll fall into a bush, and then the rest of the scene will be with him in a bush. Because we like things that fall down, and Papa Bear falls down a lot. So pandering to the kids, uh, pandering to Saturday morning attitudes, but... But it works. It's cute. Again, the animation's nice. You get a weird song from Papa. That's something you weren't expecting, were you? And the book itself, again, this is a nicely illustrated, uh, possibly not by Stan and Jan themselves, but it seems to have been at least laid out by them. Uh, it's very Berenstain Bears-esque. The cover's cute. We see them burying, uh, digging up the buried treasure. Uh, it's a nice story. It's a nice lesson. Uh, and the narration's really well done. The book's well written. It's, it's, it's nicely illustrated. The colors are pretty. Uh, I bought mine for one penny. It cost me one penny online. If you want to go actually go find a working TV Teddy to get the full TV Teddy experience, uh, you can get on eBay. People are selling these. And I don't know if I would recommend buying one, but if you can find one that works, it might be an experience. There's other videotapes out there, so it's not you're not limited to just the Berenstain Bears, although the Berenstain Bears uh, TV Teddy video is readily available online by itself as a standalone videotape, usually for like 20 bucks or so. Uh, it's a collectible, uh, so uh, it, and it might be the only way you actually get a chance to see the Berenstain Bears and the Not-So-Buried Treasure. Uh, I couldn't find the non-TV Teddy version of it uh, anywhere, so uh, it, you know, good luck with that. I recommend it uh, if you want to take a look at it. It's 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 a good buy. Add it to your collection. It's a good read. Kids will love it. Good lesson. Families are great. You can't sell your kids. No matter how hard you try, they're the greatest treasure of all. They're priceless. Meaning you can't put a price on them. Meaning you can't sell them. Meaning don't sell your kids. That's the lesson. Uh, okay. Well, thank you for joining me. My name is Phil Gonzalez, and uh, we're going to come back next time with some maybe interesting collectibles maybe another book maybe uh both maybe nothing none of the above i don't know i never know what's happening with this show so uh you can find me on twitter at bstain bearcast you can write to me at berenstain at gmail.com you can find me online at berenstain bearcast.wordpress.com go to itunes rate and review the show yada 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 i love everyone out there you're all great my name's phil gonzalez and i'll see you next time deep in bear country.